0: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your
1: hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything, number 231. This is the Wednesday, September 12th edition of the show. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash everything. Follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow me, at GaryWCE. You can follow me, at Giannini. There is much to discuss today. We are getting into NFL Week 2, but first... We have to recap NFL Week 1. So we're going to do that first. We're going to preview NFL Week 2. We're going to give you our college football gambling picks. And we're going to give you our NFL gambling picks. That sounds like too much, Chris? No, man. I think we can roll through this pretty good. It's a lot of data. It's a lot of information. But it should be a good time. (sighs) Let's go ahead and jump in. (laughs) NFL Week 1 Recap. Brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. The South's premier gambling destination and sports gambling destination. I messed up my own ad read. You got it. (laughs) You can watch and wager on any NFL game, any college football game, at any of their five soon-to-be-six sport book locations. I can't talk tonight, for the love of God. Horseshoe, Gold Strike, Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot, Coming soon, the sportsbook at Fitz Casino. You can get more information at tunicatravel.com. You can get our picks over at winning Let's jump into the NFL week one recap. I'm going to go first. Fire away. So starting 11. we We're going to talk about the uh the the rise of, of Lazarus coming back from the dead. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Looks like he gets carted off the field against the Bears. They're down twenty to nothing. Looks like the season is lost. Everybody at Lambeau is is lamenting even being at the game. It looks like the season is gone before it even begins. Khalil Mack is absolutely running amuck in the backfield. He's he's returning interceptions. He, he's like a madman. Hair on fire. He's going after everybody. He's he's destroying Deshaun Kaiser and. What happens in well, the second was, half? He was
0: destroying Aaron Rodgers. Oh I no, know, I know, he
1: was early. But but when he came back out with with that limp ass leg, a one leg Aaron Rodgers came out and brought the Packers back to glory. 24-23, the Packers win. He was 20 out of 30. 286 yards, three touchdowns. I I mean, what do you what do you say? The Bears offense helped us out by the way. They only had 294 yards. When the Bears on the got out of the
0: script, they started the game off with a, with the scripted offense like everybody does and they looked unbeatable. Their scripted offense as was fantastic. As soon as the script Nagy's was over, Matt great. And you've got to actually game plan and adjust. Man, Trubisky yeah. looked out of out of whack. Um Aaron Rodgers got let off the hook a couple of times. He threw a surefire... Interception that ninety percent of the DBs in the league, maybe ninety eight percent of the DBs in the league catch, hit him right in the chest, and that ends the game. Yeah, he got away. But what happens when we talk about this in baseball all the time? If you don't take you, him out, if you give him another strike, yep, he let him out. And and here's what here's what's crazy too. Rodgers is unbelievable. The pass to Cobb was just a simple pass, and and it was a good throw. It was well, a good the problem catch. was the
1: defense was was so far up, every and,
0: safety and cornerback. Yeah, Khalil Mack almost chased the guy down, and he was rushing Rodgers. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing on I, that play. I, I don't know. Now, a lot of people I listen to, Mike Lombardi's one of the guys I listen to from the Ringer all the time. He talks about um, the first like two or three weeks of football. The teams that always win are the teams that can play the full 90 minutes um, of football, just the whole – the 60 minutes, sorry, of football, just the whole game. I was all curious the what the 90 yeah, minutes Yeah, <laughs> just, a, just a mistake. Um, real bad at math sometimes. Um, but he talks about the guys that are in shape and the guys that are not in shape. Man, yeah. you could tell the secondary for the Bears, not in shape. No. Because the first half of the game, they were covering Green Bay – Aaron Rodgers couldn't do anything. It didn't matter how magical he was. This doesn't take away from his glory and what he was able to do, but the but the Bears secondary's got to they got to get in game shape. Yeah, I agree. All right, what you got number 2? Number, number 2. I'm going to my Browns Steelers game. I'm going to talk about the good. I'm not worried about the outcome of the game. I'm not I'm not even worrying about the other. What if the, if there wasn't a winner? No, was there not, even no, an no, outcome? No, we're not, okay, we're not go gonna, with the good. We're going go to the, the good. <laughs> Was Cleveland's defense is legit. Miles Garrett put on the second best defensive display of the weekend, second to Khalil Mack. Yeah. He was a wrecking ball. Ward, listen, I criticize the Browns more than anybody for passing on Bradley Chubb and and um and and Smith um for the Bears linebacker. Roquan. Yeah. I don't know why his his first name excuse me. Because I think those two guys are transcendent players, and I don't think that – I think it's really difficult to um, grade cornerbacks in college. Yeah. Man, they put this rookie on Antonio Brown and said, go get him, son, and he did. Yeah. Antonio Brown was held for less than 100 yards. What is he great at? Yards after the catch. He catches the ball. He gets away. He gets loose, and he breaks free Didn't do it the entire game. Yeah. When he caught the ball, he was tackled. Ward was right there. Ward got two interceptions. And I like to make fun of Ben. I like to get on Ben. Man, those were decent throws. Brown was covered. Yeah. Brown was absolutely covered. This defense is real good. They are much better than advertised and way better than last year. Yeah.
1: Uh, You're you're right about that. Uh, Number three, Patriots 27, Texans twenty. An expected result. I mean, the line was six, so, you know, you would expect it. Uh, the story was off the field. Did you see all this stuff on on Sunday? And NFL Network, Ian Rappaport, like, he didn't even tweet some of this stuff out. It didn't make any sense to me. One, Josh McDaniels, uh, like, his salary had, had not been announced mm-hmm. for what he came back for. He's making, like, head coach money to stay in New England.
0: That didn't surprise me. So,
1: it's, but it, it lets you know straight up. He is the heir apparent. We've yeah. all talked about it, but he is the heir apparent to uh, to Bill. The other report that came out was that the Pats had a trade set up. For Gronk. For Gronk. Now, I knew that. I knew about that. And and
0: Gronk told him, no, you trade me. I'm just going to retire. That's right. How is that not a bigger story? And, and let me tell you what I love about that. Being a Pats guy, man, he, he made it clear. I'm only going to play for Bill. I know you tried to trade me. I'm only playing for you. I'm only catching passes from Tom, which also tells you, I think it don't as matter. Soon what, as Tom I retires. Think, I don't think it matters it's... what that contract says. When Tom's gone, Gronk's gone. Yeah. And, uh, and he, he just now, I wonder how much of that is. Who do they recruit or go after to replace Tom? And can Josh McDaniels help bridge that to keep Gronk around a little bit? But he made it clear, I'm only going to be a Patriot. I'm wearing this jersey my entire career, and that's it. it. Being a Pats guy, I like that. But even if it was a player for another team, I respect that.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The the other part from the game, Deshaun Watson needs time. Like He's he's just going to need a little time to, to get back. We saw him for
0: four games last year. Let's yeah. not hail him savior.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. No, but on, on top of that, well, no, no, no. We saw him for eight games. Last year he won four and, won. and lost yeah, that's four. Okay. He four. That's okay, won four. Yeah, right. but uh, but yeah, it, I mean, coming off of an injury, takes a little time to get up to game speed. I don't care what you say about the preseason; it's just going to take a little time. What you got for number four? Number four, going back to
0: Cleveland and the I sense a trend here. Going back to Cleveland teams. the <laughs> bad, the bad. See, See so you see what I'm doing here? Okay, good, I, I see where, I see where you're going. Cleveland's offensive line might be the worst in the league. Oh now now, now Detroit I, Detroit might let him off the hook last night. We record this on Tuesdays after all the games are over with. Yeah. Cleveland, they're definitely a bottom four offensive line. Yeah. They went the entire preseason. They moved Joel Benito to left tackle from left guard. He practiced the entire offseason there, moved a new guard in, and then Friday before a Sunday game, they said, We're moving him back to guard and we're placing a an undrafted rookie tight uh, uh tackle that hadn't played with the ones all preseason in at left tackle, and that poor boy got war slapped out. out. Now he might have all the talent in the world, and he could end up being a special, special player. He's got to get some reps, he's got to get some work, and and they gotta figure some stuff out because that offensive line did not look good. Tyrod Taylor has to throw the ball away. I just want you to remember something: something out of nothing every play, and he can't do it. The Steelers were like
1: top three in the league in sacks. No, they led the league in sacks last year. That
0: that drastically changed after uh, God. What's his name? That went out. Linebacker can't walk again. Um, Uh, Ryan Shazier. Shazier. That drastic. Go look. Go back and look at those stats after Shazier went down. That that number Uh, obscenely changed. Drastically changed. Ryan Shazier carried that defense. They weren't even close to the same. He is the Luke keekley of that defense. When he's gone, they can't play. He's well, the Joey Bosa of that defense. Okay, okay. Uh, let's
1: talk number uh, five. You got five. Uh, I could say, if we can talk about debuting head coaches when 0-7, but blah. Uh, let's talk about Sark and the Falcons. They have not fixed their red zone offense. They look the exact same as last year. all the way back last Thursday, opening night, when it got delayed and the game didn't get over with until like 1 o'clock in the morning central. Like, look, they had five trips in the red zone and got nine points. Nine points. And you know, uh, what's the guy's name? Walter Smart, like Smart Football. You know what I'm talking
0: about? Okay, no, I don't. And so this
1: guy, like, he does all the analytics and whatnot, and he looks at, like, percentages of success. For formations and blah, 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 blah. And he came out, he said, Sark, you've got to be kidding me. Like on second down and third down, they or second down and fourth down, when they were down there and they didn't score two different times, they ran like they had the same formation, ran the same play, no wide receivers on the field. Why would you take Julio Jones out of the game? But you
0: can't blame that. The problem is, is because Julio hasn't been getting anything in the red zone and everybody talked about it, they forced Julio the ball in the red zone. He went one for nine out of all his catches in the red zone. Yeah, no, I, I understand. But like, so, so now he's double teamed and triple teamed. They've told the defenses, we got to get this guy the ball. Defense is saying We're going to cover him
1: then. If you're going to cover him, like it, I'm not talking about getting him the ball. I'm talking they took him completely out of the game. No, if you anyway. put him in, then yes, they will double and triple team him.
0: That that leaves a lot of guys as, open. As soon as soon as like, Thursday happened, my immediate reaction to that game, I, I love overreaction after week one. It's one of my favorite things to do in the NFL. Absolutely Steve Sarkeesian, first coach fired. I know that we always talk about head coaches. He's got to be the first to go. He cannot coach in the NFL level. I said it when he got hired. It, it blows he my mind. He cannot do it. It blows
1: my mind that that he led an offense. That led the league in
0: third down conversion percentage. Yeah. He went up against a real good defense, maybe the best defense in the league, definitely top three or four. So that doesn't help him. Look, it ain't going to get easier. This week he's got the Panthers coming in. That's a really good defensive yeah. team. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you, you've you got to figure out something, Sark, and I don't know that he can do it. You're right. You're All right, right. number six. Yep. One last time. One last time, I got to go back to Cleveland. Good I gracious. gave you, I gave you the good. So I promise you, in the I promise you, I'm done after this one. I gave you the good defense. I gave you the bad offensive line. Tyler right. Taylor holding the ball. I'm gonna give you the beautiful, the good, the bad, and the beautiful. Here we go. All right. What's the What's the beautiful? Ben Roethlisberger. You big dumb bastard. <laughs> you big beautiful dumb bastard. what did you call him the other day? Waterhead. Big waterhead. <laughs> Every moment in this game. <laughs> Every single big moment in this game that happened, all I kept saying, all I kept yelling to the TV, all I kept texting, everybody I was texting, please put the ball in Big Ben's hands because he's going to screw it up. And every time in this game, he screwed it up. Five turnovers. Man, that is Nate Peterson level. Peterman. Peterman, whatever. And, the and guy it was, needs to be forgotten about. It,
1: like the, the Steelers had We're gonna six. We're going to put
0: this guy in the Hall of Fame because he rode the coattails of a great defense and a great offense that was pre-born. What has he done since those first three years in his league? They, they actually had six turnovers. What, but he had – what? Uh, uh, Connor fumbled one. Yeah. Ben was responsible for five. Ben alone in turnovers – uh, interceptions and fumbles from Ben.
1: Now, now, what's crazy about this is I loved
0: it. I, I I kept wanting him to put the ball in his hands and don't run it with Connor. What what and was the did. stat
1: that I heard that? Uh, what was it? That, like the, the Browns, hundred, the hundred and
0: thirty-four. No, come on now. The all right. It's it's so very since, difficult since to the, lose when the, when you I have a plus I'm five. I'm gonna give, give you the number. I'm gonna give you the number. Since the Browns came back, got a team back since 1999. There have been umpteen teams that have had five turnovers plus 5 in the turnover margin. Okay? Those teams are 134 4 and 1. And Cle- the Browns are Cleveland- one of the losses. <laughs> Cleveland has two of the four losses. Oh, two of the four. And one of the wins and one in of- the tie.
1: In the tie. <laughs>
0: But listen now, listen. We're not going to talk about the outcome of the game. The outcome of the game, hey, is, as far as I'm concerned, the game didn't happen. Oh, Ties are are meant for soccer,
1: man. All, all I okay. know,
0: all I know is I just needed them to keep putting the ball in Ben's hands. And there aren't a lot of people that would say that. I don't understand how you can call this guy. This guy's going to go into Canton one day. Because sports writers don't understand how these games are played. Since his third season when he won his second Super Bowl, he has done nothing. Nothing. And those teams that he carried to the Super Bowls were loaded with all-star Hall of Famers everywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Uh, Number, what are we on, seven? Yep. Seven. Number seven. Let's talk about the Dolphins and the Titans. Oh, do we? are not going to. We're not going to talk long. I'm just. I'm. Okay. I'm discussing the major injuries for the Titans. Not like good. first off. It, it, did you see the fight that broke out? No, because I was watching the Browns. They, okay, that I makes sense. every second of one Look, game. The the fight that happened. There were no penalties.
0: Like I, and no, nobody got thrown
1: out. I nobody. Hear about yeah, that. it was like it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. There was a crackback block. There was like Mariota has has hurt himself. Nah, he didn't hurt himself. Obviously, he got hit. But, like, he's got something wrong with him. He tried to come back in the game, and he couldn't throw the football. Like, there's no line right now on this week's Texans-Titans game because they can't figure out what's going on with Mariota.
0: Delaney Walker.
1: Delaney Walker. Is that the end of his career? It, oh, He's 34 years yeah, old. So, that's
0: it. Like, that's, yeah, that's I how think, he goes I think
1: that's I think that's how it ends. And it's sad to see because, like, that's he's tough. a fantastic player. But – uh Man, like it, right? Mike Vrabel losing his his first game is one thing, right? Losing it that way, yeah, just lo- tough. losing happens, but losing and and your whole season flashing before your eyes, like that's not a good way you to got
0: go. To start and stop the game four or five times, at least oh, two God, monster awful. breaks, yeah. And then and the game then you, took over seven hours. Then you possibly lose your quarterback, yeah. Which I think they just need to sit Mariota for a while and let him get healed up. I know that's tough to say. And then you and then you lose Delaney, who's been your best, most consistent offensive weapon for the last five, six years. Yeah. I, I, I just – I don't know what's going on, man. I that's d- tough. I don't either. Uh, you got number eight. Number eight. We like to do a lot of betting this, in this thing. So, my number hey, eight – Believe that. Fade John Gruden and Jason Garrett all year long, and you're going to cash money. Those two guys – are just an absolute joke. Is it possible for you to fire a head coach after you just gave him a hundred million dollar deal? Well, yeah. I mean, if you I got mean, enough this, money, but, but just, they can't is, because they don't have enough money. I don't. I don't understand what's going on. I think that Gruden
1: wants to rebuild the franchise. Like, I understand that that's not the most popular thing to say. But I think he doesn't like the pieces that they have, and he wants to build a different team.
0: Is he gonna do it
1: around Carr, or is he gonna rebuild
0: everything? I think he's just gonna rebuild everything. I think he doesn't give a crap about any of this stuff right now.
1: Like Man, I, that's that could a be wrong. hard
0: pill to swallow because in the NFL. You can't rebuild that fast unless you. No, got it takes like
1: cap. it takes like three, four years. That's that's why they wanted assets for Khalil Mack. That's why they wanted. But now we're expecting. You know?
0: You're working under the assumption that they're going to hit on all those assets.
1: Oh no, it, you never know. But I mean, first like round they, picks they, they are 50-50 shot. They, they want to trade get, for some guys. They want to.
0: I just don't think this is the NBA where you can say, well, "I just want as many chances as I can to get the next, you know, Kobe Bryant or whatever."
1: Oh, I'm I'm with you. Like I, I think, look, David Carr has. Problems. I don't know this. Problems. I, well, he, ever since he broke his leg, he's come back, and it's all that dink-dunk crap, right? He he doesn't go down the field anymore. And when he does, he's nowhere near as accurate as he used to be. Cooper like, got one 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 catch? One catch. One catch. And and it, he didn't even have that many targets. No. Jared Cook was their go-to. And I understand that, like, John Gruden is a matchup guy, right? That's right. Like, he, he wanted to go after the Rams' weakness— and that meant throwing to Jared Cook, which worked fine in the first half. Like, the first half, they were good. And you know what the Rams did? Yeah. Adjusted. They because did it. that's they, what Wade Phillips does. They, like, they you're coached. S- you're supposed to adjust at halftime. Hey,
0: we have a mismatch on this Ugh. guy. Hey, let's put Akeem Tlaib on him. Yeah. And let's put some linebacker on Jordy Nelson because he's not getting open.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. He can't
0: separate from anybody. <sighs> uh
1: Let's say we're we're running close to out of time. Let's try and roll through these real quick. What am I? Number eight. That was eight. Uh, This was number nine, right? Didn't you? You said Faye John Gruden. Uh, Number nine. Let's do. uh, I completely underestimated the power of Alex Smith in September. I thought the Skins were going to be awful. Uh, Alex Smith comes out 21 out of 30, 255 yards, two touchdowns. Adrian Peterson, old ass Adrian Peterson, ran 26 times for 96 yards and one touchdown. It's amazing what having a really good offensive line will do, right? This is the same offensive line that pushed the Cardinals around that sucked for Kirk Cousins. And I understand that they were totally injured and all say. that. But, but, man, they come back and they are fired up. They are ready to go 24 to 6. The, the, skins beat the cards like Washington looks like they could be
0: the real deal this year. They looked really really good. What uh what you got for number 10? Number 10 is Patrick Mahomes. Now this isn't his debut cuz technically he played in week 17 of last year, but he was playing against scrubs. This this is his debut. This is his coming out party and that kid looks real he, look,
1: I I actually wrote about this. Kevin Clark has an awesome article about yep, this at the, on the Ringer. Ringer. Yep.
0: Yeah, highest average
1: depth of uh, target last uh, for the last decade, like for a whole season, was 13.4 yards. Mahomes on Sunday was 14.6. 14. 14. Yep.
0: Let, let me tell you one thing. He's bringing back the deep ball, we, baby. We, we want to talk Let's about it. Let's go. We want to talk, talk some fantasy stuff. Travis Kelsey, supposed to be a fantasy stud tied in. Brother, he don't run deep enough routes. No, he. I think he caught one pass. Yeah, no, Mahomes ain't doing that little. No, no, you know. Over you, the if crap. you're not running twenty yards, like, you're not catching the ball. Gone, <laughs> like Tyreek Hill, like all them boys. That, that guy has a laser. You know, Bill. Sammy Simmons, Watkins is
1: like a fantasy. Yeah, Sim- dream right now.
0: Simmons talked about this a little on his show. Uh, that I listened to, the guy that I would compare him to that he looked like, and they don't play anything alike. They don't have any style or anything like this. He's got an arm like Brett Favre, man. When the ball oh, yeah. comes off his hand, it looks like it got shot out of a cannon. And we say that about a lot of guys. Man, I hadn't I hadn't seen this. Because a lot of guys can throw it far, and so we say they have a great arm. Man, no, when he – his problem is – I don't know. If he they, can
1: throw it far, but he, it's also a it's laser. It's a laser. It's yeah.
0: a laser. I mean, what, what do they
1: call it? A frozen rope. Yeah, like that, it's it, one of the cliche Favre things. Favre
0: used to always talk about how yeah. some of these guys. I mean, he threw a lot of interceptions because he was a gunslinger, but a lot of times DBs couldn't catch his ball because it was just coming too hard. If you're yeah. not used to catching it, it might be Kelsey's problem. Uh, probably, probably. Uh, let's let's close out with some
1: extra points, just real fast. Well, you got uh, eleven. Uh, well, here I'll I'll do one of them. Uh, the three highest salary cap hits for 2018. Combined for three touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and three losses. Jimmy G went 15 out of 33 for 261 yards, one touchdown, three picks. Matt Stafford, 27 out of 46, 286 yards, one touchdown, four picks. Derek Carr, 29 out of 40, 303 yards, zero touchdowns, three picks. That's got to sting when you are paying those dudes that much money.
0: One of those guys has has a smidge of an excuse. What, Derek Carr? God no. Absolutely well, I mean, no. his is that he Ji- got hurt, but Ji- Jimmy G was playing the Vikings, but was playing a legit team, maybe the best team from top to bottom in the entire NFL. Yeah, and and without question, one of the top three defenses Well, the, in the, the Vikings can make anybody look bad. That's that anybody that's look it. bad.
1: So I'm not too worried about that. But the the combined where oh, no. all of them are the that's biggest right. salary cap Woo. hits. Uh, the other things, the Bills are in a lot of trouble. God, they sucked. Nathan Peterman, you you thought his five interception game was bad. His QBR was actually less in this one. Uh, He was 5 out of 18 for 24 yards and two interceptions. His quarterback rating was 0.7. What else did we have?
0: Uh, Sam Darnold's debut was successful. That was good. Xavier Sam looked fantastic. You know what I liked about watching him? So he was one of the QBs. We'll get out of here on this. He was one of the QBs that I probably had third in this draft. And um, the thing I liked most about watching him last night, he threw the interception, the pick six to start the game off. He immediately forgot about it. He got back on his horse when he threw. Played the great. When he threw the touchdown, he celebrated, went to the sidelines, forgot about it too. Yep. I mean, when you can move on and from the good is and the bad,
1: super cool. He is cold as ice. Like he's.
0: I didn't think he was going to be junk, but at the same time, I mean, he he no, looks he, real. he
1: looks like a legit quarterback. That's going to wrap it up. That is the NFL Week 1 recap. <laughs> NFL best or most interesting or whatever you want to call it. Big game. Games. Yeah, big game. Big game previews week two brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can watch and wager on all of these games at any of Tunica's five soon to be six incredible sports books. Horseshoe, Samstown, Gold Strike, Hollywood, First Jackpot opening soon. The sportsbook at the Fitz Casino. You can get more information over at tunicadravel.com. You can get our picks at winning cures everything.com. Go check that thing out. And if you are on YouTube or on the podcast, either one, hit that subscribe button. Help us out. Leave a review. Uh, if you're on YouTube, leave a comment. Help us out. Do that thing. Let's jump right in. Let's fire it up. Big game previews, number one. Vikings minus one and a half at the Packers.
0: This might actually be off the board right now. It's not right now at my bookie. Okay, so my bookie. I don't. Now. I haven't gone to Tunica to see what their lines are. Um, at the, so
1: MGM lines, Caesar lines, and whatnot came out. The Vikings were one and a half point favorites. Then it got pulled off, and then I saw it back up at a few places. It's it's Vikings minus one and a half. Uh, the over under is about forty six. Some places forty five and a half. Uh, It's 12 p.m. Central Time on Fox at Lambeau Field. Look, Aaron Rodgers rose like Lazarus and led the Packers back from a 20-0 deficit to a 24-23 win over the Bears. Minnesota still has some things to figure out on offense, but Cousins is a big-time upgrade at quarterback that looked good in a 24-16 win over the 49ers. The line, like I said, may be off the board uh, because we don't know the extent of Aaron Rodgers' injury, and that guy is worth as much as like
0: eight and a half to ten points on a line, which is crazy to think about. But hang on. I, I want to address that right there. Okay. Because people are using that to grade him and Tom Brady, who I'm emotionally invested in. <laughs> and, and and let me let me make an explanation as to why Tom has never moved a line ten points. Because the Patriots have never put a quarterback out there named Brett Hundley or Deshaun Kaiser. To yeah. play behind Tom. They've always had a competent, capable quarterback. If you took Aaron off it and you replaced him with Josh McCown, he doesn't move at 10 points. Exactly. Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't move at 10 points. Your standard normal, I know Fitzpatrick did something amazing. We'll get to that. Yep. But your standard backup quarterback doesn't move the line 10 points. Brett Hunley's move at 10 points. Deshaun Kaiser, definitely move at 10 points. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, the Vikings D got three interceptions off Jimmy G last week. If Kaiser is playing in this game, I mean, it could be five. It could be six. It could be Nate Peterman numbers, right? Yeah. I mean, it could just be crazy. it's going to get bad. Uh, How do do you feel about this? Even with – look, I'm going to tell you, I think the Vikings win this game whether Aaron Rodgers is in it or not. Completely. Like, I love the Vikings here. I think they are fired up
0: for a divisional game. I love the Vikings. I think they're the best team in the NFL from top to bottom. I agree. And, and I think they're way better coached in this game. Um, I, the fact that we know Aaron's a little hobbled, I, I absolutely think the Vikings are coming for blood. Uh, little sneak peek into the picks, I, I don't think it's close. Yeah, you might be. You might be right. And also, that that Packers defense, nothing to write home about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, number two, game number two, Patriots- Minus two at the Jags, over-under is 45, 325 p.m. Central Time, CBS at TIAA Bankfield in Jacksonville. The Pats are 13-3 against the spread in their last 16 with Tom Brady under center. That's pretty crazy. The Jags are looking for revenge, possibly, after losing a double-digit lead in the AFC Championship game last year. Fournette might be out. The Jags' new weapons were not that impressive against the Giants last week, but they did get the win.
0: Uh, did the Jags defense maybe show a little weakness last week? I don't know if they showed any weakness. They're they're pretty good. Yeah, they're they're definitely good. I don't I don't know if they have a lot of weaknesses to show. I, I, I think this is going to be a low scoring game. I I think the I under... don't know how the Jags score. That, that that's, I I don't understand that's that's that either. I don't know how the Jags score, and I I love Tom. And anytime number twelve's back there, he's got a chance to win. I don't and this know. is only a two point. Line. I mean, remember, this offensive line is not great. This offensive line is is young, inexperienced. And I mean, more they, they held up. up against the Texans. Yeah, but
1: I, th- I mean, it's not the same. I know it's not the same.
0: What What I think about, yeah, not even close. But what I also think about the Texans is is I talked about it earlier in the other segment is the Texans they weren't ready to play a full sixty minutes. No, no, they didn't. I, have, I don't think they so. didn't have the gas. They weren't in game shape. Um, and and I don't know that the Jags are going to be unprepared for that. I think the the, the Patriots offensive line is going to have to block them a full sixty minutes. I because of that thirteen and
1: three against the spread number. Like I I want to go with the patch because the line is only two. Oh, if
0: you get it under a field goal, no, you you just don't bet against Tom under a field goal. Exactly, you just don't do that.
1: But at at the same time, I'm thinking like, man, the Jags might really really want this one. Like you can want you it know. all
0: you want. Let me, what hang on. What did, what did Lombardi teach us a while back? Hoping is not a game plan. It's not plan. a game plan. I understand. Hoping is not a game plan. I understand. You can want it all you want. Uh, but, I I mean, I do like – I don't like, know how they score. I That's, do, I do it, like their coaching staff. I just – Completely agree. I like Doug Marone.
1: Yeah. I, I just – I do, don't know. If
0: somebody can show me how they score, if Yeldon comes out and looks okay, looks serviceable, if one of these receivers does something spectacular, the offensive line holds up. Look, the, the, Patriot, smarter play the Patriots' here. pass rush looked pretty good. Now, I know that the, the Houston's offensive line is going to be one of the bottom half in the league. They're not good. I, this was a pass rush by the Patriots. I mean, they, they, yeah. looked, they looked decent on defense. I, I don't know how the Jacks score. This is not a Tom's going to go out and win this thing. I don't know that he has to. I think Gaskowski kicks tw- you know, 12 points and –
1: I, we, I think we
0: roll away. The smartest play
1: here would be the under 45.
0: Oh, me too. I don't think either one of these teams hit 20. I don't think so either.
1: And I I I've been, I, I might I've could see the Pats before. doing it, but I don't think both of them do it.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I guess if paid, if Tom showed up and put up 30 on them, it wouldn't it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't shock anybody. Me, no.
1: But uh but no, at under 45. I mean, this could be a 21 to 17 kind of game. I mean, that that just sounds about right. 20 to 13, 20, you know, yeah. something. Uh, Ravens at the Bengals. This is a pick'em. This is the Thursday night game, 7:20 p.m. NFL Network at Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati. It's a pick'em. The over/under is 44. Uh, both had really good wins, or well, good wins. Well, both had big wins, uh, and they are division rivals. So of course that makes this uh, this interesting. The Bengals scored 24 unanswered after a 23 to 10 deficit in the third quarter against the Colts last week. The Ravens' offense looked pretty renewed. I mean, they averaged 5.0 yards per play against the Bills. Uh, these teams look a lot like mirror images to me. I was just about to it's, say, it's the, the
0: same damn The battle team. of the aging average quarterbacks and the defensive minded head coaches. But But young. They're getting younger on the offensive line. Yeah. Good young running backs that are exciting to watch.
1: Defenses hey, are, are they, really
0: they both have yeah. some receivers now for the first time in a while. Like it, they they look like they could be th- pretty good. I swear if you changed all the jerseys, the Larry David aside, thing is
1: like pretty pretty. <laughs> if
0: pretty you good. if you had both these teams swap jerseys aside from one of them being a short ginger and the other one being a tall ogre, <laughs> like like I wouldn't be able to tell the difference much in these teams. No, I agree. I mean, it's it's kind of remarkable. I'm excited to actually watch this game. These teams don't like each other in this division. Uh this is probably the the division where there's more hatred than any of the rest. Oh, believe that. And uh That's the the fans for these four teams cannot stand one each other. Another. I mean, it I know that everybody thinks their rivalry is the best. These four teams, it's not that the teams are real good all the time, but these just they just don't like it. And the weather's always crappy. They all <laughs> I like that all four of them play on real grass and bad weather, and it's just yeah. makes you pissed off all the time. It sure so does. For for as much uh playoff
1: success. Like one, the Browns don't ever get there. No, they've never been but there. But the uh But the Ravens and the Steelers have both, you know, won Super Bowl, multiple Super Bowls, and they
0: make it to AFC Championship games
1: a lot. And the damn Bengals can't win a playoff game, like. And how Marvin Lewis still has a job, I don't know. But they look all right right now. The over unders forty four. I might would go under the forty (laughs) four. I'm going under too, man. And
0: and I would take the Bengals at home. You know, I can't believe it. Me too. Me too. That that, I, I like the Bengals. I don't know. I don't know why I like Marvin Lewis, but. I don't know that well, I But like nobody Marvin likes Marvin <laughs> Okay. Let's be real careful <laughs> okay. with what I said there. I, I like this Bengals <laughs> team. I'm, I thought they were fun to watch. Uh, number four, the Chiefs at the
1: Steelers. Steelers minus five. The over-under is 53. Now this one. 53. 12 I might, p.m. I might go over. This is noontime. CBS at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. The Steelers uh, have had a tendency to give up big passing plays against even just competent quarterbacks. Uh, Much less. Yeah, much less like good ones that that fling it, right? Uh, The Chiefs have weapons. The Steelers uh, have won six of the last seven in this series since 2011. The Steelers had six turnovers at Cleveland last week, and I understand it was raining. I got that, but, like, who's to say it won't be raining on Sunday in Pittsburgh? Uh, The Chiefs' ballhawks are going to be ready for this game. They're going to be pissed off that they got beat by the Steelers last year. Look. This is uh, this is in my gambling picks. I got the Chiefs plus five in this one. And I, I don't know necessarily that they win. But I think it is a really close game. And I think that the Steelers are making enough stupid mistakes right now that it can cost them. And being at home has never
0: mattered for the Steelers. It just doesn't matter. As long as they keep letting Big Ben put the ball in his hands when the game is on the line, everything's okay. Well, chief, and you know Tomlin will do that. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are going to be fine.
1: You know you know, Tomlin will he, do that. He
0: got rid of the one coach that tried to hold Ben accountable, and he moved Ben's BFF and offensive coordinator. And and, apparently and then Ben turned it over five times, five times in the first game. Um, so, I, man, I think this is going to – so we talked about how low-scoring we think the first two games are going to be. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think this one's going to be low-scoring. Oh, I think no. neither one of these defenses scare anybody. I think Ben's got enough weapons that's going to sling it around. Shushu Smith will shake free. The the, the defense for the Chiefs has nothing to write home about. The Chargers dropped like four or five passes in that game. Um for some reason 450 500 yards. For I mean. some reason they didn't play Mike Williams for 3 quarters of the game. He he caught like he was targeted 6 times. He caught all five of six of them. Like yeah. I think he's pretty good. Why didn't we throw to him more? Um, I think they'll probably get that figured out. This the week. Chiefs won't figure that. They they won't make that mistake, by the way. No. I think this is going to be high scoring. I like the Chiefs to win the game. I don't trust Ben anymore at all. I think this game has passed him. by. Now, I'll be that guy that in September is writing him off, and he might be leading them to an AFC championship game or the Super Bowl. That's fine. I've been wrong before. Yeah. Right now,
1: I mean the good thing is with as many turnovers as he had last week they still didn't lose the game so you know that's a <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's something to brag that's about. That's something to brag about. The Eagles minus 3 at the Bucks, the over/under's 44. That's at 12 p.m. on Fox at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida.
0: 44. The Bucks scored over that by themselves
1: last week. Yeah, but but remember it's the it's the Eagles. <laughs> It's the this is, Eagles. This is one of the best
0: defenses in the country. I want
1: to know, are the Bucks for real after a 48-40 to 40 win over the Saints last week? Can Ryan Fitzpatrick, or as, as they were calling him today, Ryan Fitzmagic, I want to know if he can keep this thing rolling against this Eagles defense. I, I want to know if the Falcons have a good defense, or is the Philly offense in trouble because they were not impressive in week one. I understand there was weather issues and whatnot, well, and
0: this is kind of what Philly does. I have a question. Okay, does Tampa Bay have a good defense? Uh, well, no, because that does they, that. You it, know, here's the stat, right? Uh, <laughs> I Tampa don't know, Bay. Tampa Bay's got a good defense. Tampa team.
1: Bay averaged eight point five yards per play last week, but they also gave up eight point one yards per play. Now, I don't think that Nick Foles is Drew Brees. I don't think the Eagles have the
0: same type oh, of no, no, pace no. that the Saints do. Uh, but that defense is not going to give up eight yards per play. No. That's the, that, no. so that is it. Nick Foles doesn't have to be Drew Brees. And on the other hand, Sean Payton lost that game because he decided to punt. Yeah. Ryan Clark, uh, not Ryan Clark, Kevin Clark, Kevin yeah. Clark for the Ringer, Ringer. talked about this. Uh, he wrote about this. Just, just let Drew Brees go four downs. Don't punt. If you give Drew Brees four sense. downs, he's going to get 10 yards. Oh, yeah. He would have absolutely gotten 10 yards if they just kept giving him four downs. They would have never punted the entire game. They win the game. They don't lose the game. The mistake is, is they punt it. That the Eagles are going to make Tampa Bay punt. The Eagles are going to slow this game down. Oh yeah. They kind of hope that it's nasty and muddy and rainy. In well, Florida. They, they'll they'll be able
1: to run the football. And it, a lot of people thought like, oh, Alvin Kamara, like he's he's just as good of a running back as Mark Ingram. Like, look, Mark Ingram got those between the tackle yards like he was the guy that would that would drive into the line and and actually get yardage the saints missed that because you had to throw the football like alvin kamara works best when when he's coming out of the backfield yeah but and, they were
0: able to throw the football at no point yeah, they, in they not, were really able, to not the able to throw the but,
1: football but by god like keeping their defense on the sideline is a big part of this like i i think having mark ingram in there or having just a, a competent running back for the saints Helps you out by keeping the clock going. And I
0: understand the clock did move a little bit because, God, they did complete a lot of passes. But here's the problem. They never they never led the game. You can't start running the ball to kill the clock if you don't have a lead. No, At they, no point in time did no, 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 they not have the about lead running, in the
1: game. I'm not talking about running the ball to, to kill the clock. I'm not talking about killing the clock. I'm talking about giving your defense a chance to rest on the sideline because they were getting torched. Yeah, but Ryan. Pit- but Tampa Bay, Bay was
0: Patrick. Tampa Bay was getting torched as well. I mean, yes. that door swings both ways.
1: I understand. I understand. I.
0: I don't know that that's that cost them the game, it, and, it, and it might have. It could have. I don't I'm, think that's the only thing that cost them the game. We, just, we have no idea what to expect. Do you think the Bucks have this kind of magic to be two weeks in a row good?
1: If they do, they may never bring James back. Well, I'm, and they may do, now, they may but not but now bring you, him back anyway. You know how I feel about but this. We, we've also seen Ryan Fitzpatrick do this crap before, where he looks awesome, like he looked
0: awesome mm-hmm. for the Jets that year, and then fall apart. Yeah, falls back to earth. At, at any point in time, I don't think they should. And we've had this conversation. I don't think they should bring Jameis back at all. I don't care how Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, I want to keep saying Fitzmagic now. God, <laughs> uh, thanks, Dirt Cutter. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care how he looks from here on out. No, I'm with you. I think he's showed enough to know that he's a capable, competent quarterback. He's not going to turn the ball over. No, you're right. You're right about that. Let's move
1: into honorable mention real quick, the Texans at the Titans. Uh, Titans injuries. We have no idea what to expect from them. Uh, Deshaun Watson is actually probable for this game. Like it's There's a no, I mean, chance be, that he be, might not play. He'll, he'll be, be playing. Fine. but will um, The Panthers at the Falcons. Uh, look, the Panthers have a good defense. However, their offense couldn't do anything against Dallas, which was kind of iffy. Uh, I would imagine the Falcons at home going to be fired up. Feel like they let one get away against the Eagles. Uh, I would I would take the Falcons there. I mean, it's a three point line. No, it's a four and a half or five point line. Yeah, it's, a, it's a five. Um, a,
0: I got a five and a half this morning.
1: I would still take the Falcons on that. And playing at home, it's just a different beast for for those guys. Uh, the Browns at the Saints. This is an interesting one. An 0 and one team and an 0-1 team, and, and we didn't really expect that for at least one of them. Or really, we didn't expect those records for either one of these. Like, nope. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. So, which one is going to be able to bounce back? Uh, if the Saints' defense is that bad, what can Terod Taylor do? What can Carlos Hyde do? Uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of wide receivers.
0: I, I, like The offense they're about to play in Cleveland. Now, the offensive line is garbage, but the skill players in Cleveland – they're just as good, if not better, than the skilled players at Tampa Bay. they got a running game. Yeah. And they got a better quarterback. Are we sure about that? Yes, Tyrod is better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yes, we, yes. We, he was a top-ten quarterback last year. Right, Ryan Fitzpatrick's who, on the bench.
1: Let's move into these segments. Uh, who is not making the playoffs? Right, who, after so, week one, who so, have we determined so this is, is not so, in
0: it? So if you listen to me talk, you obviously know that I am a Ringer fan. I love Bill Simmons and his show, and I, I watch a lot of him. We're going to steal a little little gag from them. I'm not afraid to admit that I steal things from other people. Um, you can call me a thief. I won't get offended or yell at you or break a racket. <laughs> they cross one. When him and Cousin Sal do their picks every Monday, they cross a team off. Week one, we're throwing somebody in the trash. We're killing them, and we can't ever bring them back.
1: Do you, do you want to say, because I think we
0: all know who it is. Week one. Buffalo Bills. It's got to be the Bills. They're done. Forty-seven-three. Like,
1: no, there's no coming back. Well, they they have nothing at quarterback. Josh Allen is still completely out of his element right now. They don't
0: have anything at offensive line. They don't have anything at running they, they, back. They got nothing. They don't have anything at receiver. They didn't have a pass rush. Yeah, they're, they they can't they're, cover anybody. You want to talk? Gruden wanted to start over from scratch. He should have just went to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, absolutely because they already have nothing. You don't have to run off. The best defensive player in football.
1: <laughs> All, right, All right, so we're rolling so, with the Bills. First the bills. coach fired.
0: First coach fired. I want to talk about this. Here's here's the three guys that I got odds for from my bookie. Number 1, Hugh Jackson, plus 250. Number 2, Jason Garrett, plus 800. And number 3 wasn't even mentioned. He was part of the field. It's Anthony Lynn from the Chargers. Are we sure he won't get fired before everybody else?
1: If they start out the same way that they did last year, because he will teams, absolutely get fired.
0: special teams looks like garbage. I have no earthly idea why Mike Williams was not on the field for three-quarters of this game. They finally put him in in the fourth, and he caught all these passes, caused the defense to take the top off the defense, and allowed a ton of underneath passes when he wasn't getting the ball. Caught every jump ball thrown to him, didn't drop passes like his other receivers were dropping all day long. I, the Spanos family is not the market of stability.
1: No, and that's why I would absolutely take him to be the first coach fired. Field is plus five
0: hundred. You get him and every other coach that's not one of the top ten coaches that you are. Yeah, like seven I'll, coaches. I'll take him at plus five hundred. I would, I would take it, the. I would take the field, knowing he's in the field.
1: Jason Garrett at plus eight hundred. Look. He ain't gonna fire Jason Garrett in the middle of the season. That's you don't just think not gonna so? Happen. No, Jerry's like he's set in his ways. That was his boy. Mm. That's a, he, if he wasn't his
0: boy, he would have been fired already. Man, I can't. Yeah, I thought plus eight hundred was tasty.
1: It's tasty, but there's I, there's just no way that's happening. And then the last uh, and then I Hugh Jackson to... is yeah. is not going anywhere for right now. They Ooh. they just rebuilt his entire team. Ooh. they just rebuilt his entire Ooh.
0: team. They're not gonna do that yet. I don't know. All right, last thing I want to ask you. I love I love week one overreactions. It's something I think is fun to do. People tell you not to do it. I like to do things you're not supposed to do. Sometimes. Okay. Anything you want to change your mind on week one? Hell yes.
1: <laughs> oh my god. What, on, what are we changing our mind on? On our AFC South preview. I said that the Titans were going eleven and five. I think we I both had a win winning in the, division. the division.
0: I think we both had a win in the division. And
1: yeah. and don't get me wrong. It's not like the rest of the division is lighting it up right now. Like the Jags look good. <laughs> But I mean, they played the Giants, and I think the we thought three teams
0: might come out of this division. We're definitely wrong on that, right? Yeah, we were way three off teams on that. aren't coming
1: out of this division. We were way, way wrong. Um, look, the Titans, like their injury issue, is a big one. If Mariota, well, it's all it's all it's, on the it's all based on Mariota and, and Blaine Gabbert. They got it. On top of that, Mike Vrabel looked kind of lost,
0: and and I understand it's his first game, first, and it was not a normal game. I, and it, I no, I, it was not
1: normal. I Kind of want
0: to give him a pass. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, it's so hard to figure out what he would actually look like if the game started on time, finished on time. He he would well, have normally Well, we'll see this weekend. Through. Yeah, it's in the Dome. No, it's not in the Dome. Oh, no, it's in, it's, it's in, it's in New, uh, Nashville. Yeah, it's in oh, Nashville. I mean, we'll see what he can do with Blaine Gabbert, I guess. My, we're going to go back to this uh, first coach fired. I, I'm, I'm willing to say it right here, right now. My Chargers Super Bowl pick, wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> but I, they can write this ship. They're going to look really good against Buffalo. This team is not winning the Super Bowl. Anthony Lynn is not winning a Super Bowl. He's not competing for a Super Bowl. He's not winning the AFC. He's not winning this division. It, a lot of things could go right for them. I do not believe in Anthony Lynn. I'm out on him. I was wrong. I like it. Done.
1: All right, you can watch uh, all of these. You can wager on all of these. We've given you all the information that you need to be a winner. Now head over to Tunica. Get some action down on your favorite plays. As always, you can visit TunicaTravel.com for more information. College Football Gambling Picks Week 3 brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi. The South's premier sports gambling destination. You can watch and wager on all of these games at any of Tunica's five soon-to-be-six sportsbook locations. That is at the Horseshoe, Gold Strike, Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot, and opening soon, the sportsbook over at the Fitz Casino. You can get more information at tunicatravel.com. You can get these picks at winningcureseverything.com.
0: Let's jump right in. You want number one or you want me to? I'll go number one. Go right ahead. Rolling on. After starting, the, uh, I guess, week two out. One and six, a putrid one and six. Oh, we—I didn't even write that down. Look, I went five
1: and two in college against the spread you last week.
0: You going not tell nobody about it.
1: I went three and four the week before. You went four, two, and one in week one, and then went one, one and, and six, six. last. That's—it's it it's time for a bounce back. Bounce, I had a losing week the first week. Back. I went five and two the next. Now week. Me, this is your this is gonna, your time. We're
0: gonna we're gonna bring this up, but this is what gambling's supposed to be about. Sometimes. You go one and six in college. You don't go home. You don't cry about it. You don't whine about it. You nut up. You get back at the table. What I do in football, four and one, four and one in our picks, uh, picked you, you up went, two, picked yeah. up two extra picks. Yeah, won both of those. Hit a parlay. Hit a teaser. Yeah, bam, yeah. cashing mega tickets. You don't get scared. You go back up. I'm starting out, I am going to be fading Florida State. All year long. <laughs> Give me Syracuse. I got them earlier at plus four. The line has moved down to plus three. Don't care. I think they have a chance to win the game. They're going up to play the Orange. That stadium knows blood is coming. They think <laughs> Florida State is weak. They will sell that place out. That dome gets loud. Yeah, it does. That dome gets really loud. And Eric
1: Dungy's good, man. And I,
0: I, I think they're going to have the best coach on the field. I think they're going to have a tough football team. I think these guys think, hey, we can beat these dudes. We're normally like a 15, 16-point dog. Man, three points? We're in this thing. man,
1: we beat Clemson last year. We're in this thing.
0: Give me the cues. I think they win the game outright, plus three. (laughs) Straight up. Take him. For me, Hawaii at Army. Y'all know
1: I don't like messing with these big-name teams. I find metrics. I find numbers that work for me. Saturday... 11 a.m. Central Time on CBS Sports Network in West Point, New York. Army is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That line opened up at like an eight-point favorite. It got bet down because everybody's so high on Hawaii right now. Correct. Oh, the running shoots back. Oh, Cole McDonald's so good. Listen, are you serious? The game starts at 11 a.m. Central. That is 6 a.m. in Honolulu. That is a body clock game if I've ever heard one. Right? Right. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's 4,949 miles from Honolulu to West Point. The game starts at 6 a.m. local time for Hawaii. Hawaii has given up 5.21 yards per carry so far this year. They are giving up 34.7 points per game. Army is going to score. Even giving up 307 yards passing to Liberty, Army still won 38-14 last week. Don't give me that Hawaii crap. Everybody thought this team was like a top 120 team or a top a bottom 120 team, right? I wasn't like they say were anything. they were the bottom 10 team. Look, they're coming back to Earth this weekend. Wow, Hawaii ain't even getting close. Army minus six and a half, and they are rolling.
0: Boom. My next pick, I'm going down to Stillwater. Oh, you actually betting this one? I'm going down to Stillwater. Okay, okay. Give me Oklahoma State. There me, it is. Give me the Fighting gundies. I don't it believe is. in the Boise State. They're going to go undefeated. They're going to be the best group of five. They're going to make the New Year's Six Bowl. No, sir. This line is two and a half. Oh, yeah. Two and a half. Vegas thinks Boise is going to win this game. Everybody's betting on the hype train of Boise. No, sir. The Fighting gundies are going to come out. Now, they're going to score. This is going to be a big one. They're going to put a lot of points up. But Did you see what the over/under was on this? 70 it was 74 seven? I think. 74. Yeah, it was in yeah. the 70s. Mid 70s. It um, might have been better up to 77 though. But I'm 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 taking the Cowboys. I think Gundy is a way better coach. I just think they got better
1: dudes. They got the home crowd behind and, them. And that place is going to be rowdy. They got motivation, all that wonderful stuff. Game number 2 for me. Tulane -4 at your boy, Bill Clark, UAB. Saturday, right noon, Facebook, stadium. Yeah, you're going to have to watch this game on Facebook. That's right. That's I picked them big games. At Legion Field in Birmingham, look, UAB is giving up 5.57 yards per carry rushing on the season. They gave up 296 yards rushing, which was Coastal 6.88 Carolina. yards per carry to Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, Tulane, Willie Fritz... That's a bad dude. They Look, gave
0: up 42 points to Coastal for, Carolina.
1: Even even you are selling them a little short. It was 47. Oh, well, 47 the hell, points. Oh man. Damn. Tulane is averaging 5.1 yards per carry and their triple option is going to run all over the Blazers. Willie Fritz, he is 42-28 and 3 against the spread. This dude cashes tickets. He cashes it. Can, Bill
0: Bill Clark is 15-9 and 1. Can I can I get out in front of something? Go ahead. Two coaches that I love so much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Neil with you, Brown and Bill Clark, and I'd be damned if they both just of them not just killing me this falling year. Falling back to earth.
1: Killing but that's the me. thing. Once you realize something's going bad, you get off it. You better, you better jump on the other side I'm as real, quickly as possible. I am
0: quick to sell stock. I won't stop loving hey, you. Look, but look. Um, I yeah, can't you, you can it. love them and still make money off of them losing. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm just
1: staying away. I am Tulane minus four. Do it.
0: I'm going to Pac-12 after dark. (laughs) I know that I said that I don't like betting against these big teams this year. You can't make money off of it. I think Utah is one of the toughest places to play in all of college football. Nighttime, Washington going there. But Washington six. ain't one of those big teams I, you were talking I, about. Man, no, but they're still the best team in the Pac-12, and it's not close. Yeah, but, we'll, we'll but see what Stanford has to I, say about I that. sure wish that it was more than a touchdown. You're catching six. Man, Utah might upset them straight up. I think Utah's going to be physical. I think they're going to out. They're going to beat them up. They're just, their defense is going to beat they're this They're just going to beat them up. up. And and they they kind of played a little dirty. They like to get in fights and scuffles yeah, in do. games. They're not afraid of, of pushing limits and pushing you around a little bit after the they, game. They get in your head a little bit. I don't know that Washington's willing to fight. And uh, give me the Utes at home, Pac-12 after dark. I bet against Pac-12 after dark last week. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> I'm learning my lessons, guys. Sounds good to me. This old dog
1: can be new tricks. Sounds good to me. Third game for me, Miami-Ohio at Minnesota. Minnesota minus 14. It's only 14. It hadn't moved. I hadn't figured that part out. Saturday, 2.30 p.m. on the Big Ten Network. Cincinnati beat Miami of Ohio 21 to nothing last weekend in a neutral site game. Minnesota is immensely better than Cincinnati. Miami, Miami is only averaging 3.2 yards per carry and 5.7 yards per pass attempt. 5.7 yards per pass attempt.
0: You besmirched the good name of the Bearcats. I don't know if I like that.
1: Look, Minnesota is only giving up 2.8 yards per carry and 4.8 yards per pass attempt. Like, that is a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> Miami is 0-2 against the spread. Minnesota is 2-0 and against the spread. P.J. Fleck has got this thing rolling right now. That's only 14. Minnesota's at home. Let's go,
0: baby. Minnesota, minus 14. I'm going down to Texas. And I'm going Do I want to make this pick? Yeah. I'm taking the Houston Cougars minus 1 on the road to Texas Tech. I think I think they're going to win the game. I think they're better than you're, Texas you're Tech. You're probably right. I, I I their defense is is much improved. Their offense put up a gazillion points last week. I know Arizona's no good, but I don't know that Texas Tech's any good either. I man, I had a hard time picking. I liked my first three picks. These next four, I'm just, I'm kind of going with a little bit of gut, a little bit of feel. I, I like Houston. I don't, I don't like them on the road. But I said before the season started, I didn't think Texas Tech would win their non-conference games against Ole Miss and Houston. I got to stand by that. The lines won. I think Houston's going to win. Yeah, the thought it before sign. I am I'm, I'm with it. The now.
1: metrics on that say that that it should be about a pick 'em. So I'm, like
0: I'm so I'm giving up a point. So
1: you're giving up a point. But it, look, we've both seen Texas Tech. God, I just like, don't
0: believe in that team, man. Not, I don't believe in Major Apple White. You, you know what? That's what that's my biggest fear in this right now is I'm I'm putting a lot of stock in Major Applewhite going to play a, still a Power 5 school on the road. A team that they lost to at home last year. Yeah.
1: Uh, but the other side of this is uh, the the way better thing to do than bet on good teams is to bet ones. against bad teams,
0: no doubt. So Texas Tech was actually favored over Ole Miss. You saw how that turned out. Just in case you're wondering, my next three picks, I'm I, I'm kind of not taking that advice. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not going to be smart, but pick, pick number four for me:
1: the Miami Florida Hurricanes go up to Toledo, Ohio. Saturday, 11 a.m. on ESPN2. Jason Candle and the boys are going to be fired up, ready to go. Toledo plus 10 is the pick. Mark Richt is 6-9 against the spread since the start of the 2017 season. The metrics say that this line should be closer to Miami minus 6, Miami minus 7. That's all I got on this. The only thing that we know about Toledo is they beat the crap out of VMI. They beat them like 66-3. None of that matters. Miami beat up on Savannah State last week, like 66 to 3, 70 to nothing, 70 to Who cares, right? Uh, so we don't really know anything about them other than when Miami goes up against a pretty good team like LSU.
0: Eh, not real I great. I don't know that I like you comparing Toledo to LSU, by the way. <laughs> T- Me, Toledo we, we won as have many to have games a, as LSU gonna, last year. We're gonna have to have some talks no, about Toledo. this comparison. Toledo won more games than LSU did in 2017. <laughs> okay, that's that. That's, that makes <laughs> sense. That's right. They're the Look, same team.
1: Toledo is a is a very well coached football team. UCF at home
0: won more games than Alabama last year. No, they didn't. UCF won 13 games. Well, they only played 13 games. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Had <laughs> a better winning percentage than Alabama. Uh, anyway, it's anyway, hundred. Blah, blah, blah. Come on, man. Get out of here. You just compared
1: LSU to Toledo. I, I'm comparing as far as Mark Richt goes.
0: Don't listen to the rest of this crap. Toledo plus 10. Cash a check. I said last week during the recap that you should not bet against these big, the top six, top seven teams. They're going to outrun everybody. All right, now you've the, got me curious. The here. separation between good teams and and great teams in college football this year is so big. It's, I mean, just it's a lot. It's out I, there. It's... I can't, I can't do it. I'm going, I'm going. Gary Patterson. I'm going to Horn Frogs. They're in Dallas Stadium. They're gonna, they're gonna hang with Ohio State. They're gonna give them all they want. I want them to win the game so bad. I'm catching 13 points. I'm laying them. I'm, I'm, I'm taking all the points, and I'm hoping for a close game. I'd love to see an upset. Now, this is just a, a
1: warning at home. Uh, it is never good to emotionally bet because that's how you end up betting on South Carolina last weekend. So, if you want to roll with this because you like Gary Patterson, that's totally cool. But like he said before, he prefaced it with, it's not smart to bet against the 5, 6, whatever, best teams in the sport right now. So, that's just a little warning, all right? next game up for me it's gonna work out oh I'm I'm about to I'm about to do you one up okay Oregon State at Nevada Oregon State is a four-point underdog in this game Saturday 6 p.m. You can only find it on ESPN3.
0: You can't even find this game on Facebook. Yeah, it's
1: not on Facebook. you got to go to ESPN3.com no, or no, watch no. ESPN. Oregon State is a different team this year under new coach Jonathan Smith. The offense is averaging 6.6 yards per carry and 8.8 yards per pass attempt. Nevada is still getting value from their 72-19 to win over Portland State, who is god-awful, okay? Portland State sucks. Don't count that win. Nevada was 3-9 and nine last year. You can count that. You can take that to the bank. Oregon State still averaged 5.0 yards per carry, 14.0 yards per pass attempt against Ohio State. They had 571 yards total offense at Columbus. I think they're going to win this game outright. I don't care that it's at Nevada. Look, Jonathan Smith has got this offense rolling right now. They're gonna outscore Nevada. The other the other part of this is, is take the over. Uh it's at like sixty-nine. Just take the over. Just take the over and take Oregon State plus four
0: or straight up, whatever you want to do, but Oregon State's the player. My last two picks got killed thanks to the hurricane. I was gonna take Central Florida. I was gonna take North Carolina. Thanks, thanks to the hurricane.
1: Yeah, I tried my and, best to stay away and, from. And now from
0: those games are canceled. And I had to find two more games. And I'm I'm taking them. I'm putting my money down on them. I'm riding with them. I'm going to Ames. I'm going to Iowa State. I'm betting against Oklahoma. I, I know it's not smart. I'm catching 17 points. And I'm hoping they keep it close. They upset them last year. Maybe they can catch lightning in a bottle. People in Ames, the good people of Ames, Iowa, are going to show up for this game and they're going to carry us to a cover. I'm going the
1: exact opposite way. I am going Oklahoma minus 17 here. You don't bet against those good teams. Here's the deal: It's Saturday, 11 a.m. ABC. Iowa State scored three points at Iowa last week.
0: That's a rivalry
1: game. At, okay, you don't think this one is a little, a little more juice a, because just, of last just a conference year? Conference game. Okay. Look, they lost senior quarterback Kyle Kemp. This is a revenge game for Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley is going to take it personally. New quarterback, Zeb Nolan, went 4 out of 10 for 43 yards last week against Iowa. In 2017, he was 36 out of 66 for 533 yards. Two touchdowns and one pick in these four games. Northern Iowa, Kansas, Oklahoma State, Baylor. This dude has never seen anything like what he is about to see. Oklahoma, will roll Iowa State in Ames for having the audacity to come into Norman last year and break up Baker Mayfield's perfect season.
0: The fact that Oklahoma might be thinking about that loss has me feeling so much better about this. That I'm so they are going head-to-head that means, on that means they're living rent-free. <laughs> we, we haven't in had very Ferguson, many of these. And Riley Ferguson's. Lincoln, why do I keep calling him Riley Ferguson? That's the old, <laughs> no, old the Memphis. Memphis quarterback. <laughs> God, dog. Lincoln who's, Riley. There's too many Rileys in my life. Who's, uh, who's your last pick? My last pick, I'm going with the Tigers. Give me LSU catching nine points in Auburn. Auburn That's, might boat race them. Auburn might I don't think just they're house boat them. Race them, but the fact that this opened at a 10-point line is just a complete lack of respect for my LSU Tigers, and we're, I'm rolling with Coach O. Go Tigers. <laughs> Last game for me, Boston College at Wake Forest. Wake Forest plus
1: seven. They moved this game up to 5.30 p.m. Thursday night on ESPN. Wake's defense is actually pretty good. They're only giving up 3.06 yards per run. They held Tulane to only 155 yards rushing. Held them less than three yards a run. Look, never bet against a home underdog on Thursday night on ESPN. Weeknight underdogs at home are 190 and 144 against the spread since 2005. Since 2016, Wake is 2-0-1 against the spread. That means undefeated against the spread at home uh, as an underdog. Since 2013, ESPN Thursday home underdogs of 6.5 points
0: or more are 14-2 and against the number. Well, they won't be that. That number's already moved down to like five, but it doesn't matter. Oh, no, no, no. It went up. It went up again today. I I literally checked it like an hour before you got here. The number's down to like five. I
1: saw it at six. I got it at seven.
0: That's fine. That's okay. But that's fine. If it moved down to five, that's cool. I really wanted to bet Boston College – and I text you, and I was just like, "Holy crap! It's a seven-point line." I thought it was, I thought this game might be close to a pick'em. When I saw a seven, I was like, "No, I'm out. I'm out." <laughs>
1: I jumped all over Dave Claussen. Uh Another another tricky game. I'll just give you a little bonus one. Okay,
0: throwing out an extra just throwing picks. Just go out an extra five pick. and two one time, and all just, of a he's
1: swinging it. Just just throwing out a just little, extra. slapping it from knee to knee. Just, just something kind of you know for you. Vanderbilt plus 14 and a half at yeah. Notre Dame. Now I'm I'm just saying like you might want to put down just a just a touch on it. Nothing crazy. But the metrics, the analytics, the numbers
0: cuz Vanderbilt's played a lot of people to get to no, 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 no.
1: It look, this is just based on like efficiency, right? This, Off of how you play against the opponents you have. Yeah, Notre Dame played ball state and yes. sucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, and no, none, of, t- none of that none of that bothers
1: me. I understand where you're coming from. I'm with you, but the the numbers say yeah, this should go, be closer to about a seven picks. point game.
0: Go ahead and give out eight picks.
1: So this should be about a seven point game. Now this I ain't counting this on my list, but I'm just saying you That's, might want to you might want to keep an eye on this one. It counts. You might want to keep an eye on it. Count it. You can watch all these games over at Tunica. You can go to any of the sports books. They're pretty you, you awesome. You
0: can't catch that Facebook game at Tunica. No, you can. They got Wi Fi. You can't get that.
1: All these sports books got Wi Fi. Go check that thing out. Tunicatravel.com, where you need to go. We've given you what you need to be a winner. Go put your action down. Do that thing this weekend, this Saturday, this Thursday, even. Do what you got to do. Get your money in. Make them car payments, baby. (laughs) NFL gambling picks, week number dos. Let's jump in. Tunica, Mississippi is the South's premier sports gambling destination. There ain't nothing like it nowhere. Watch and wager on all these games on the, on Sunday, on Thursday night, on Monday night. Look, go out there all weekend. Go to Tunica. Watch and wager on the games at any of Tunica's five, soon to be six, wonderful, amazing sports books. We've been to all of them. They're all great. Okay? Horseshoe, Gold Strike, Samstown. Hollywood first jackpot, soon to be the Fitz Casino. Get more information over at tunicatravel.com. You can get the picks at winningcureseverything.com. Let's jump in. You want me to roll first? You want to go first? No, you got it. I got first. Okay. Look, first off for me, the Colts at the Redskins. The Redskins are laying five. 12 p.m. on CBS, Alex Smith looked absolutely legit last week. He is Mr. September 21 out of 30, 255 yards, two touchdowns. The Colts' defense allowed Andy Dalton to go 21 of 28 for 243 yards and two touchdowns last week. The Colts gave up 5.1 yards per carry. They got demolished on the line by the Bengals, and the Redskins have a better line, offensive and defense. The Colts are weak across those lines. The Redskins are going to win this one in the trenches. Five points
0: ain't near enough. Take Alex Smith, take them boys, five points. Let's roll. The first game I'm giving you is the Carolina Panthers. I do not believe in Steve Sarkeesian. I do not believe in Dan Quinn. I do not believe in this Falcons team. Even at home? I don't care. Oh, by the way, I I went 3-2 in week one. He went 4-1 against the spread.
1: So, both winning weeks, he's a little better than me right now. i got to catch up this week.
0: Picked up extra tickets on the Bengals. Cashed it. Patriots. Cashed it. Parlayed those. Cashed them. Anyway, believe it. I, I like the Panthers. I I I know that their offensive line's not real good. Um, What's the line on that game? Uh, they're plus five and a half is what I saw that this evening. Right. And and I I just I think I think they're gonna win the game. I think they're the better team. I don't respect. Um, I just don't respect the, you know this Falcons, Falcons. team. I, I think Sark is way outside of his league, and and Dan Quinn's. Really good at making defensive adjustments. I, I think this could be low scoring. Um,
1: That's I was thinking about taking the under on this. Yeah, the over I, under is what uh, forty four right yeah, now. Yeah, and I, so. and
0: I think it could go under that because I just don't man. I just don't trust. I just don't trust the Falcons' offense at all. I, I don't now, blame me. I would tell you this: if Luke keekley is out, I am walking away from this game. I will wait till close to the game time to make this bet.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Uh, Dolphins at the Jets is game number two for me. Jets minus three, which almost looks like a misprint sometimes, you know? I, I don't know many times that they've been favored uh, in yeah, the past. The last couple of years, yeah. no? Uh, 12 p.m. on Fox. Uh, look, Jets defensive coordinator Casey Rogers has always fielded strong defenses since 2015 when he got there. What he did to the Lions on Monday night was... Borderline criminal. Yeah, he he ought to be ashamed of himself. Five picks in the game, Beat. just and and they came out and said afterwards it was the best week of preparation they've ever had. They knew exactly what plays were being run. They knew. You think they're not gonna know what to do with Ryan Tannehill? Yeah. I think that Jets defense is going to be fired up. I do believe that the crowd Jets, is going to be crazy. Yeah, the Jets finally have a stable quarterback that provides their defense a little break from the field. I have to believe that the two rain delays in week one that made that game versus the Titans for the Dolphins, a seven-plus-hour affair, will probably affect them a little bit this week. Maybe. Possibly.
0: Jets but fans look, just haven't had anything to cheer about. That home no, field That home field advantage will be insane.
1: The Jets minus three.
0: Take it to the bank. Let's go. Now I like that pick. I like it a lot. Man, I think we got a lot of the same picks. I'm trying to stay away from some of these because i got six, seven games written down. I'm going to give you the Giants. I'm fading the Cowboys. I told you earlier I'm fading the Cowboys all (laughs) year. Fading Jason Garrett. The Giants are catching three points at Jerry World. Look, I don't care where they play this game, okay? Eli is going to go into Cowboys Stadium. He wins in Cowboys Stadium more than he loses. He's not afraid of this. Dak has figured out that he's not real good at quarterback sometimes. And – Jason Garrett's not going to coach. He's going to stand on the sidelines. They're going to prepare all week, and then no matter what happens, they will make no adjustments. I believe that Pat Shermer will absolutely make adjustments. I think they're going to win the game. I think they're going to win it straight out. I cannot believe this was a three-point line. I can't believe him catching points.
1: Game number three for me, and I think you probably agree with this one. Chiefs plus five at the Steelers, 12 p.m. on CBS. I've got four noon games this week four noon games uh, look the Browns showed that you can throw the football in the Steelers defense but we've already known that because big play quarterbacks make big plays against this defense on the regular they have for years Steelers had six turnovers against the Browns the Chiefs offense is going to take uh, or sorry Chief's defense is going to take advantage of that um, they are going to get some turnovers in this ball game they just are going to take that to the bank if you've if you got prop bets Going to jump on that one because there's going to be Pittsburgh turnovers. Uh, the Steelers may win, but all signs point to this being about a field goal game. And I might put a little money on the money line. Because I, I think What'd it's going to pay up I got well. it at
0: plus three, uh, uh, five and a half. I got it at plus five. Okay. I saw it at plus five and a half earlier. That means people are still in the Steelers. I don't know why. I, I don't know. I've got this game as well. Chiefs win. Andy Reid's a better coach. Pat Mahomes is a better quarterback. You know, I, I they're a, they're a better team. Antonio Brown is a freak. Other now, here's than, the deal, Other though, than Antonio Brown, all of the edges go to the Chiefs. The Steelers have won
1: six of the last seven against the Chiefs, but like no Le'Veon Bell again. Like we don't know what's going on with that. Mm, it makes things a little hairy. Five points is way too much here. I got the Chiefs, the Chiefs as well. Okay, uh, you want to do your uh, your number four then? I think it's the same as you.
0: I think, I think I'm going with the Chargers.
1: We, but Chargers minus seven. Is that Chargers, what you just, I got at? I got them seven and a half. Do not care about it the It doesn't hook. matter about that. Not worried about that. Doesn't matter. They, th- they tell you, don't take a West Coast team playing the noon game on the East Coast. But that was before this Bills team. That's right. Okay, Josh Allen and Nathan Peterman combined were 11 of 33 for 98 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Allen's QBR was at least like 33.9. Peterman's QBR. Registered a number. 0.7. This Chargers defense is going to feast because they feel disrespected by what Pat Mahomes did. That's right. They're going to take it out on this Bills team. I I
0: really hate that Joey Bosa's out and he he could be out for a long time. But I I don't know that you need Bosa. I think Ingram will do fine. That all they have to do is pretty much bottle up Shady and you're you're golden. This Bills team is bad real bad yeah yeah it's it's anything less than double digits i'm i'm gonna bet. i'm gonna fade the bills all year i think i'm probably gonna do the same uh you want to close with your last one or do you have a last one no i have no i definitely have a last one okay. i had i had the skins as well i'm probably gonna have money on them i like that pick i'm gonna go to chicago and my new one of my new favorite people in the whole world to watch Khalil Mack wearing a Bears jersey just makes me smile. Man, he is good. Russell Wilson's got a bad offensive line. He's going to be missing his number one weapon in, in Doug Baldwin. I think it's going to get ugly for my boy Hustle and Bustle Russell. I think Khalil Mack is going to eat him alive. I don't know that it's going to be close. They're laying three. Seattle might play it close. Their defense is better than Green Bay's defense, but but I, I think I think this Bears team is going to get things right. They were so close to beating a, a an Aaron Rodgers team that people had picked going to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to get it figured out this week. Seattle's, At home. Seattle's not what, what everyone thinks they are. What and, is that? Is uh, that the Monday night game? That is the Monday night
1: game. Yeah, Monday night, night game. So you got to wait all the way till Monday night to see if you hit that thing. I'm okay with that. Uh let's see. The Cardinals at the Rams are my last pick. Rams minus 13. 3:05 p.m. Central on Fox. The Cardinals could not get anything going on offense in a 24 to 6 home loss to the Redskins after a subpar offense showing against the Raiders. I think LA is going to get their offense going again. It's a it's a very confused looking Cardinals defense right now. Uh, at least in game one. Cardinals offensive line got pushed around. Their defense is switching uh, schemes. They don't have the linebackers to run the scheme that they want to run. Uh, it's the the guy from uh, from Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't have the same linebackers in Arizona. They had... They don't have
0: keekley Yeah,
1: they just... They, I mean,
0: yeah. They don't have him. So, so many of these defenses are so Rely on, one player. on one guy. Von Miller is the absolute linchpin in Denver. Yeah. Joey Bosa is the key... In 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 San Diego in LA for the Chargers. <laughs> God, I'm always going to call them San Diego for the rest of my life. The
1: Rams here are going to take care of business. Yeah, this they weekend. don't
0: they don't lean on one guy. No, they have they a bunch of dudes.
1: God, they got a bunch of dudes. Wade Phillips will yeah. find the weaknesses, and there are plenty on Arizona right now. Minus thirteen, still not enough points. I know it's a lot to lay. Don't care. Minus thirteen is a winner. Take it to the bank, baby. Is that um, all we got?
0: That's all I got, man. I, I I'm excited for week two.
1: Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun. I think uh, I, I think we're gonna have a lot of good games. I, I'm feeling good. I went three and two last week. I want to improve a little bit. I'm planning five and zero oh every week. Cash and checks, baby. Am I right?
0: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm excited. I'm gonna play a couple <laughs> more games than this.
1: If we, you hadn't <laughs> already picked in the pick 'em contest, go to the website winningcureseverything.com. Check that thing out. It's up in the top right corner. It says Football Picks Contest. Easy enough, right? So go do that thing. This week's contest, you are getting a $100 dining uh, certificate, whatever, to Hollywood Casino and a $50 slot play to Hollywood Casino. So sign up. Check that thing out. Hit subscribe. There you go. Hit subscribe. There's all these different things that we're supposed to do, and I just really want to win money. That's all I'm worried about. And we have told you how to win. Pick more winners. We've
0: told you how to pick. Hey, I'm doing pretty good last week, right? You did great. You did not, great.
1: Not too shabby.
0: You did great. So I had to get desperate and uh, make some Hail Mary plays on Sunday. And and they hit. And I did. I it felt was like, like Pat I f- Mahomes, I baby. felt like Aaron Rodgers. I will tell you this. I, I did have a Bears money line ticket. For that game, and I was feeling real good at twenty to nothing. Oh, I had spent <laughs> but that money. You also had a, a plus seven and a half. Oh, I got, yeah, I got, yeah. I got the ticket. You got the spread, but I, but I, I was feeling like I could not lose Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers hurt my feelings just a smidge, but he didn't rain on my parade. It's all good. The Vikings are gonna get him back this week.
1: Let's do it. Uh, winningcureseverything.com. Check out the Pick'em contest. Hit the subscribe button. YouTube, podcast, all that wonderful stuff. Go to Tunica, make some action, make some plays, win you some money. Tunicatravel.com is where you need to go. We'll see you guys next week. Later. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Everything. You can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow myself at GaryWCE.
0: You follow me at ChrisBGiannini, B Giannini, C H R S B G I A N N I N I.
1: You can also email the show that's Winning Cures Everything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899 If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time,
0: have a good one, guys.
1: Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes, and make sure you leave a review.